Hello everyone and welcome to the Two Have and Two Roll podcast. My name is Oliver. I am but one half of your hosting duo. With me, as always, is my co-host and wife, Robin. Hey, Robin. Hello, everyone. And today we are going to be continuing our recap of Empire E4, the Autumn Equinox. Before we get into that, though, the usual housekeeping. If you are watching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. If you're not also already subscribed, then hit that subscribe button. We are fast approaching that 1K subscriber mark. So if you could help us get over that hump, that would be greatly appreciated. If you are listening on your favorite audio platform, you can give us a five-star review. That just helps people find us, helps the algorithm gods uh, sort us out. And with all that out of the way, let's get into our recap of Empire LARP E4. Last time we left off, just about to speak about a really exciting tourney. So before we get into that, I would like to do a special shout out to a couple of wonderful friends of ours and fellow Empire creators. Um, the first one created something absolutely beautiful for us that made us cry and many others. This beautiful piece of art displaying Godric and Aranel dead in the glory square, covered in flowers and tokens of appreciation, of love, of admiration. Um, there are so many details in this in this painting. And this is something that everybody can come over to the House Mortar tent and view for themselves. And they can see all the little details. You can come and view this beautiful piece of art at the Mortar House tent next event. And you can speak to the artist herself in character or out of character. Missy or Rosalind Redgrave in character paints all these beautiful pieces of art. And she does this for in character currency um, with the OC cost covered as well for things like the printing. We have an A4 printout there, but she does a variety of sizes. This is an actual canvas as well. Yeah, so this is this is it's digital art printed onto canvas to give that give that effect so this is the like robin just said this is the a the a4 one um missy does a uh a3 as well right so yeah she does just so many wonderful pieces she then hand paints the border in a really lovely gold it's just it's so cool it looks so wonderful in character and uh, you can commission her she's actually open now for commissions and we will put links to everything in the description of this video so that you can commission something of your own larp character or larp group she's done some wonderful group pieces as oh, well yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. If you, if you head over to um, uh, Missy Pena Art, uh, her website, um, you'll see all the examples. I'll put the links down down below. Um, and and yeah, for for your LARP commissions, head over to uh, Miss, Miss uh, Full disclosure, Missy's part of our group as well. So <laughs> so but yeah, definitely you, you can you can see that you can see the quality. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's absolutely wonderful. Um, another pretty cool thing that happened this event is after Lady Aranel died, she had a pile of letters to be sent out to people that she didn't get the opportunity to send. Um, oh, see, I did have them all written ready to go and I forgot to bring them to the event. 
<laughs> so I had gotten in touch with the wonderful um, Nims Noms, who has the Nims Noms Postal Service done by the brilliant Abby. And I had organized for these letters to get posted. Then I died. And then I got in touch with Abby and was like, how would you feel about going around and not only delivering these letters, but also delivering the news of what happened? And she did an incredible job. So I gave her all the letters and she went around and delivered letters to many different house groups and a couple of different nations, complete with cake as well, delivered the story. And then for the rest of the event, I had people coming up to me saying that they had received a letter from somebody who had recently passed away in my house. And I'm standing there with a straight face being like, oh, I wonder what that said. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about like th this type of thing happened uh, quite a bit as well when and we'll talk about that as well. The the uh, the thing when your your character dies and then being another character <laughs> and then things happen that involve your last character. <laughs> it's a bit it's a bit odd. I think what made it a wee bit easier for us is that our new characters technically knew the ones that died. They yeah. fought with them in the barrens. They would have seen them in the house. So there was that slight connection that we could at least be like, ah, yes, they were they were very capable fighters. You know, we knew that part and everything. But still, you're hearing all these tales and just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. That's <It's> great. <laughs> yeah, so uh, shout out to um, Nims, Nims. Is it called Nims Noms? Nims Postal, Noms. Nims Noms Postal Service. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. She's in the Navarre camp. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, we'll put links to everything in the bottom because what she normally does is puts up a post in the Empire LARP Facebook group with um, all the details so that people can obviously go up and all you do is you literally head up to your in-character, give her the letters, give her the coin, and she goes ahead and gets those delivered. Um, she's also the one who does the big notice board at the bottom of the bar yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, a real, that's a real handy notice board where that's, that's situated. <laughs> Um, right outside uh, well it's, it's technically in the bar it's just outside the woods I guess yeah yeah um, it's just like at that sort of entrance isn't it on yeah. the main road up past the leap yeah we, I, it was only this year that I found out that the camps in the woods are a little bit displaced because I didn't realize so much of Wintermark was in the woods I didn't until know this year um, I always thought the entirety of that bit of the woods was Navarre and then across the road outside of the woods there's a load of navarre outside of the woods as well there so i i, I hadn't realized i always thought that was literally it was just like navarre in the woods and then um it went into the league but it, there's actually quite a chunk of navarre like outside of those woods as well yeah it's like what we haven't done as well though because we have brass coast um on the dawn side of the hedge don't no, we i know they're like they're like we're running out of room on the dawn field and i'm like well, <laughs> yeah, well like, we're, we're hosting a load of uh freeborn i mean there's, got, there's, there's still plenty of room there's still plenty of room it's funny when you go around the, the camps and the camp planners will hate me for saying this, but do not piss off hate, the camp I'm planners. Not piss off the camp planners, but you go, you, you do go he around. Does not to some... speak for all of House Mortar. <laughs> you go around to some of the. I mean, no, I mean the dawn, the dawn camp planning is is um because they do they do really an amazing. Firstly, it's a it's like like a thankless job. You know, even if I say thank you, and I do I do mean thank you for <laughs> for doing the job. Um, it is I, I've done jobs like that in the past voluntarily, and it's 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 always difficult because you're not going to make everybody happy and it's it's tough but what i mean is like they're given like a little zone to like go right okay dawn has to fit in there and then when you're actually there you're just like 
I know there's obviously, you know, you need space for emergency vehicles to go up and down, but there's certain there's times where I'm like, well, there's a whole like corner here. There's like half an acre here, not even used. And I remember we walked up to uh, the league several times, and I'm like, there's loads of room out here. <laughs> there's tons of it. You could fit another fifty tents in here. I'm kidding, but it is, it is quite funny. Yeah. Um, I was speaking to them this time, and we they um, changed like the dawn sort of layout online just to sort of actually show a bit more realistically what sort of space we have there. Mm. Um, we also there's also um cool IC maps available of dawn drawn by Missy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're also yeah. available. Missy Pena. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh dear Sorry, right wait. so let's, let's get into let's this. get into yeah the main events of what happened so there was this incredible tourney now before mm. we <laughs> well actually we should set the scene again <laughs> we, we should set the scene again so la- yeah last we left off in our recap we had uh this was saturday uh so the second day we had uh gone out to battle as our nation um very successfully oh probably another a bit, a bit of housekeeping before we go like i've been correcting on a few a few bits and pieces and i can't remember a lot of the corrections so um apparently we achieved every single uh objective um so we didn't we didn't miss anything um it was a complete complete victory um yeah dawn lost three people on on the battle um and the uh we were way more tied to the drama that also happened that we we sort of missed but you mentioned last time (laughs) so apparently um yeah the 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 body that was being ransomed back was um sir Kay who had who had uh there's the body of sir Kay who had who had um hallowed sir toots um and it was house delacorn and uh the um the Black Garden Coven was was involved and House Mortea was involved in that drama. We just didn't realize until after the fact. Just us personally, we you, you went, oh, there was some drama going on. It seemed crazy, and then it wasn't until after we recorded the podcast we were like, yeah, people like said, oh yeah, no, 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 no. like yeah, we, we like our group was heavily involved in that. By the way, I was like, oh, it's right. so funny though. It's when that was all happening. You and I were sitting in the RSL tent, being like, it's too hot to move. It's too hot to do anything. We're like, something's happening there. Sure, has nothing to do um, with us. Let's uh, stay here. There's cold water being served. I don't know how they got it cold, but I was very happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just because it was so hot. So as a reminder as well, it was like it must have been. It felt like thirty degrees or something. It was. It was so hot. Yeah. Uh, and especially on like dawn on top of that hill, there's not there's not really any respite from the sun. I mean, that's one thing. If you are in the woods, I mean, I know a couple of people that said, "Oh yeah, we went over to the." to the Navarre camp and the, the Wintermark camp to um, just to chill out <laughs> because it's so much cooler under the trees. Uh, but like right on that glory square, there's there's not really much escape from the sun. Uh, so we spent most of uh, Saturday, just Saturday in the middle of the day, just in the, in that Orzel tent and just chilling out. Uh, but we yeah, watched a couple of tournaments and then and then the main event the main event happened so um do we do we want to do a little preface to this as well since we did cool, it last then. Time. <laughs> yeah so uh i'm pretty sure i got it right last time so uh dame Orum, who is the general for the eastern sky one of the dornish armies had cast uh challenge the iron duke which is a ritual we've talked about a lot on this on this podcast uh, it is a cha- it's a ritual that uh, basically 
summons forth uh, the attention of a um, of an Eternal from the Summer Realm called Berrien, who then sends one of his heralds to come and gather information from you first, and then comes back to issue you a challenge. Um, and this challenge was to Dawn, not just the the the, the general, um, and the reward was a boon to Dawn. Um, so this challenge took the form of a tournament uh, where the Dornish champions were to face uh, Berrien's team. And I don't think... Uh, did anyone actually know? Because I, I know it was a surprise to us and people were going, oh, we don't know what is coming. Uh, so in character, I, was there any clue as to who was coming for I don't know, actually. Um, because I think we kind of did know, because I remember people saying who was going to be coming... But that was quite close to when the tourney started. So I don't know if maybe that's the news was like quite close to the tourney was like, by the way, these things are going to be coming through the camps. Don't yeah. kill them on the way. Don't kill them on the way. Yeah. <laughs> so they, yes, they were prote- so yeah, so the 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 um the Herald, the Baron's Heralds were, were there anyway with them. Um, but they all they all came up. So anyway, we're we're all at the Glory Square, we're waiting to go. Right, it's gonna begin. Um we knew like well, I, well, technically we know all the champions anyway, but we, we we knew they were getting ready and they were all getting g'd up for it. So the 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 champ, Dornish champions had been chosen, um, and they knew it was going to be a two on two, like two on two battle, right? Combat. Yeah. They knew that. We knew that much. I'm saying we knew that they, they they were the ones that needed to know. Uh, so they knew it was going to be a two on two, um, combat style tournament, proper a proper Dornish tournament, right? So it was it was you know basically a, a fight till you know i don't think there was any rules of engagement were there really uh, apart from so. it was apart from <laughs> it was two on two so i like anything went i think magic and and um magic was all good and and any ability any weapon uh, was okay from what i could what i could understand anyway we're we're standing at the glory and this is when i did brave the heat i'm like no i'm gonna need to get a good oh yeah a good position here uh to to watch this so as as we're watching there's there is a procession of orcs be orcs being brought up uh up the road to the glory square and their weapons and their uh their colors were like purple so they were Grendel, right? Yeah, so we, Grendel. We, yeah, so we've mentioned <laughs> Grendel on the podcast. They are a barbarian nation that we have been in a peace treaty with, and there's been like so while we've been playing, Robin and I have been playing the past couple of years. We haven't been at war, so we've been in under this treaty with the Grendel um, years previous. So we, we haven't we haven't actually fought the Grendel on the battlefield personally, but a lot of players um, that we play with have, and they'll talk about talk about the Grendel. So the Grendel are like they're they're pirate princes basically they yeah. are yeah they're um they have lots of fleets and they like to accumulate wealth and things like that so uh so so yeah so Berrien had basically sent a load of grendel to uh come and fight the dawnish champions uh so how so the grendel were obviously being played by i'm assuming a mixture of the npc and skirmish crew yeah, this was like a spectacular performance. I mean, seriously, the people who, who, who if it was Skirmish or, or NPC, like the people who were playing these Kit Grendel put on such an incredible show. 
when they were they all sort of arrived and everything and their weapons were badass like they had some pretty cool looking weapons yeah, it was, there was the one with a trident it was oh. yeah it was oh, a the huge flail yeah it ended up being a crowd favorite we'll get to that one yeah and, and they really <laughs> so it, it seemed to be so i'm assuming that um i'm assuming that that nat who plays Orum had a lot to do with organizing it and the feel of it as well because it mm. very much felt like the feel was that they were going for was like we want this to be like a wwe pro wrestling <laughs> thing because yeah the the grendel as soon as they came up they were starting to like establish characters as soon as they yes. came up they were like so we they had the one grendel who was like play like they were shorter but they were like the manager they were like the wwe manager you know and they were like i'm the, I'm the team manager um and they were the, they were like puffing their chest out there was um there, there was there was two in particular that uh while they were in the glory scope waiting for the dornish to uh like muster up and everyone to gather around so the grendel are all uh in the glory square and obviously they're all like they're talking to people around the crowd as well again they're, they're like establishing yeah like gearing them up a little bit like you know characters. i'm kind of the villain character i'm the good character yeah <laughs> and there was there was two that they were like i can't i think they were like I don't know whether they said they were brothers or something like that, but they, they sort of had that kind of bond going on. And then they started, they literally started scrapping with each other. Like before, yeah. like right in there, where there was, oh, and they broke them, they broke them up, you know, and we were like, okay. Uh, and then <laughs> the, uh, and then we had, um, they had like and then we had a proper announcement so we had proper like walk-ons didn't we yeah so basically every one every single champion who came on had someone there to announce them to gear them up think think knight's tale it was a nice yeah tale. It was, it we was, all yeah. that's what we had yeah. and every single person who came on had someone there to announce them to talk about their great deeds to set them up for the crowd and then the Grendel did the same because we're sitting listening because we were like at the side where I had the Grendel next to us and you could hear them being like, oh, they got to introduce everyone. Oh, yes. Do we need to introduce? <laughs> Who's introducing me? <laughs> they were like doing this whole thing. It was funny because we were like right next because we were right behind the Grendel, weren't we, when we were stood watching. And mm. uh, I remember them saying, I remember saying, oh, they're going to do this for all of them because how many, how many, uh, do you even know the numbers of how many teams there were? There was a few. Was it 10? Was it ten teams? I actually thought I might it was, be wrong. Uh, no, it's five teams, ten people. That's five yeah, teams, that's, maybe that's, that's right. right yeah, because yeah, of the scoring. Yeah, because of the scoring. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, five teams, ten people. Yeah, yeah. So it's five teams. So there's ten people, and every everybody had their own troubadour to announce them, which yeah. was it, it was the most dawnish thing ever. So when the Grendel were like, "Oh, they're going to do this for everyone," we were like, uh, "Yeah, of course, yeah. of course we are." <laughs> you know, so everyone, and also it gives like all the troubadours game as well. So like. um and while this was happening as well, this happened throughout the whole tournament as well, there was these beautiful hand-painted signs that said things like, you know, like, boo, cheer, yes. laugh. Yes. And we had the people running around with these, like, around the site to gear yeah. the crowd up. So it was a real, yeah, it was, <laughs> again, it was like, like thinking like a Knight's Tale uh wwe style and that you know because i think they had that in night's tale the film right they had the people going yeah boot cheer and 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 clap it was the way like. they were like running skipping around the square with it as well and everything it was just yeah, it was such an amazing oh, atmosphere yeah. it was buzzing wasn't it absolutely oh buzzing. it was buzzing there were so many people so many nations it was just packed mm. um we were up because we literally came out the orzel tent and came there we were up like near where most of the grendel were um and luckily 
a little OC shout out and a little reminder to everyone to drink lots of water when it's this hot. We had um, benches and benches set up with all the, the water out for everybody. Um, it's quite funny every so often when you see someone do that little character break, like, huh, I'm here as a big scary Grendel. Yeah, just one cup of water. Yeah, I mean that. <laughs> I, I, I think I think everyone overcame. Like uh, I will, I'll say this now while I remember. Like the, one of the biggest challenges everyone overcame uh, was the heat, because obviously yeah. you know it was it was a tournament. There was a lot. It was active, and people were actually you know they were doing fighting, jumping around in armor. It, it's it was tough, you know. But everyone did a real good job. Everyone was looking out for each other. Yeah. Um, everyone everyone did an amazing job. But yeah, they 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 announced everyone. Um, we had. Um, uh, one of the nobles from House Ramis was was the MC on the on the Dornish side. Oh. Um, so you know we had we had basically and then obviously the 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 person who was sort of playing the manager of the of the uh, of the Grendel was like MC in their side. You know, so they they were playing off each other because we were doing very Dornish stuff. Like, oh, this is the like you say we were introducing people. Uh, uh, celebrating all their accolades and yes. you know the Grendel were kind of taking the mickey a bit you know doing the same type of thing <laughs> really playing to the crowd and then we so like we had just said so there was five five teams of two so it was two on two combat uh the first the first two uh fights went to the Dornish uh now so the, so the second the second fight was between the two Grendel with the two Grendel that were oh, were, right. were basically fighting in the I think it was the second one. Uh it was, yeah. Yeah, so so the Grendel that I mentioned before, the the two of them that fought each other before it even kicked off, they were they were in a team and they were fighting the, the Dornish, but then the uh <laughs> one of them was just like ah they, they were winning. They were beating the Dornish and then one of them just turned on the other Grendel. <laughs> and it was just... Yeah, it was the one with like the huge flail that's halfway through, and this one's like, and just starts beating the other Grendel, yeah, like and then yeah, oh, yeah, so like, good. and then they were they were like pulled off by like the manager, like you know, oh that's enough, pulled it off, so but perfect. everyone cheered for this Grendel, so they came on a second time for one of the other rounds after that because everyone's just like, yeah, let's yeah, get them so... back. Oh, it was, it was, it was, it was so, it was so pro wrestling, just like, oh yeah, we're we're teammates. No, turn around. It was, it was so good. Oh, it was also one of the Grendel was there as a healer, and they just walked around at the end, like once everybody was on the ground, and whether they were Dornish or Grendel, just being like, you look. Heal. Yeah, so the yeah, Heal. The, yeah, the healers Heal. were yeah, because we, we had we had Imperial healers and we had we had Grendel healer the Grendel healer coming in. Um that got a little bit tense towards the end as well because then mm. the, the the healer what uh they were trying to stop the healers cut coming out and things like that, which was which is funny. There's so much went on that we can't really recap everything without uh, it. was it amazing though. Like hours, I mean but... the actual fight in itself also was a mixture of your typical LARP fighting that we're quite used to, but also some choreography in there as well. And they all did quite well. Now, I need to speak to the people involved, or maybe not. Maybe I'll leave this as just like, you know, Maybe someone will come on and actually tell us how they did this. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Because the, um, when, they, when each sort of pair went to start the fight, um, they started getting into habit of the, the two Imperial and two Grendel like heading over to each other in the middle and having a quick chat beforehand. And then they did some really cool, badass things. And I wasn't too sure if they were like planning some of it oh, or no, that, not. Oh, no, that's because... what they were doing, yeah. Because obviously, yeah, it was so yeah, well done. It was theatrics, because obviously they looked like they were going up and obviously facing off. You yeah, know what I mean? but they were yeah doing this sort of face-off. Yeah, I like... imagine they were going, okay, how do you want this to go? Okay, let's, 
Um, it, so it, you know that again because it was because it was crew that were doing the Grendel, they were you know they were doing their job to basically facilitate the fun of the players. You know that was that was their thing. They weren't was... holding back in some of them though. Like they were. Oh they no, were... they were not. They were going for it, and the fight that really went for it, I felt, was the last one. Yeah, I, one thing I'll say because you mentioned the flails. Now flails, yeah. at LARP flails, they are. This is where they are their best because we've talked about flails before. So flails look like they're super unsafe, um, and you're not pulling blows because because you can because of I don't know physics I guess you know I can think about it in my head but basically the physics of because there's no actual there's no lever there's no lever arm between the handle and the the actual end that you're hitting with so it's a bit like yeah. a nunchuck like you you can't you can hit something harder with a stick. Then you can with a nun you can with a nunchuck, but the thing with a nunchuck or an actual real flail is that you have a weight on the end, so you have a pendulum effect going on. With LARP weapons, the the pet the ball on the end of the pendulum is so light. When you do this, that it's there's no force generated whatsoever. But because it is a big ball of um, foam covered in like uh, latex which makes a slapping sound when it hits something, it sounds like... So when you hit someone with a flail, it goes crack, you know? So if you're hitting someone with a sword and you hear that, you're like, whoa, that's, you're not pulling that blow. Uh, but with the, the flails, you can you can go for it and it's it, it yeah. looks aggressive, which is perfect for this type of fighting because basically they were have, like... People were going down and, you know, the Grendel were getting their flails and just like... It looked like they were wailing on the, on, you know, it looks aggressive. It was like wailing on on the people, and obviously, the, as they're getting hit, people are doing, you know, they're, they're role playing. They're going, ah, oh, and then you know, c crashing to the ground. It just, it had the best look. So flails are really cool for that. Oh, <laughs> honestly, like that flail, the trident, um, just the, the the overall the fighting role play, the um the stunts that were put in from both sides as well, um the rolling over one of his backs, the back flipping through the everything they did everything and the grappling, yeah. they did a lot of actual grappling. That's actually my first time seeing Clark grappling as well, so that was really cool to watch. Yeah, it was oh. it was it was so good. So we we ended up with um, so it ended up being two two. So mm -hmm. so the, we had um, two victories on the side of the Dornish. We had uh, two victories on the side of the Grendel, and then the last uh, the last fight came in. Um, so the last fight was the the anticipated. Well, I was definitely anticipating this one. <laughs> this is the fight that had Dame Orem and Zoran in there fighting. Our two of our generals in there <laughs> fighting against the Grendel, and there was a little bit of. I remember beforehand there was a question of. Hmm. Are the Grendel going to play fair at this bit at the end? Because this is there was a lot of anticipation. No, they didn't. This was brutal. Before we knew it, the fight started, and this was more like actual art fighting at first. I was like, oh, they are they are going for it. Whoa. And then it was when a third Grendel ran in to start attacking, <laughs> and it was just <laughs> It was just standing there as Thrash just instantly tapped a warrior who was ready to go, jumped over the side and just straight into join. And before we knew it, it was just like, it was incredible. Um, it looked a bit hairy at one moment, like Zoran was down and it was like, 
what's happening and then dame arm is just there taking on two grendel by themselves just being like <laughs> and it was just Everybody it was, was so good. epic everyone, yeah every, everyone got them every every dawnish hero got like their moment they all got a moment yeah it was it was it was so it was so cool um and then there were there was lots of uh, it, it was again it was so pro wrestling as well and it was just it was just exactly what i what i wanted when I saw these like LARP tournaments and things like that, because I'm a bit of a pro wrestling fan, um, I, I just because I love the theatrics of it and I love the theatrics plus plus combat and the cheesiness of it as well, and you know the the baby faces versus the heels and things like that, and <laughs> uh, yeah, the the cheating from the Grendel, uh, and then like I said, there was like then there was people stopping like the healers coming in, and then there was uh, people attacking the healers, and, and then obviously people were going, oh well, that's not on, you know that 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 goes against the rules of engagement, and uh, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the 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 manager of the Grendel uh, was was um, kicking off at the end. Uh, oh, amazing! <laughs> this is so. It was um, Lady Ramis that the manager was kicking off. I wasn't it. Yeah, and then they, oh my yeah, gosh, then, then Lady Ramis like just oh. uh, did 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 a good old. Um... It was badass though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she, yeah. She 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 did a, a, a groin shot and and put them down. Well, before that though, she just did this beautiful thing where it just went hmm, took off her flower crown, handed it over to someone. And then got him. <laughs> like <laughs> it was just that, like that typical. <clears throat> hold this for me, okay? <laughs> like yeah. I'm the wrong person to mess with. <laughs> yeah, and then and then the then the Grendel turned on their manager. <laughs> yeah, because he didn't agree with what he'd done. Yeah, they yeah, all got a big circle around. Yeah, him. because they, they were like the manager wasn't having it. It's like no, no, you cheated. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, the Grendel were just like no, you know, because because um, he was running, he was running his mouth, or they were they were running their mouth. Sorry, and. Um, and yeah, then the, then the Grendel left, and uh, wow, it was it was something else, wasn't it? Uh, one thing I will say as well: there was there was someone, there was a new player on the other side of the Glory Square <laughs> from us, right? Your dad was was there, um, and I've never seen a bigger smile on his face. <laughs> the person who was like, oh, yeah, I've I'm never not... seen him smile like that. Yeah, I'm not a nerd. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I don't know. He was a bit overwhelmed on the Thursday. Maybe even the Friday, just like someone who's never done anything like this before. Um, him watching that tournament, I'm like, I remember looking over at him, I'm like, ah, you've caught, you've caught the mat. This is this is your moment of like, this is what you'll remember on the drive home. Uh, yeah, that it was one of those moments. Um, so, yeah, all in all, uh, one, I think, I think the only, the the only thing that was disappointing about it was that you know what, Godric and Aronel would have been really freaking good oh, in it. No! You know, Godric and Aronel would have been like an amazing, an amazing team. Um, oh, uh, they would have just done some really cool fighting. <laughs> It'd be sickeningly sweet. Yeah, but but apart from that, I think it's the best, one of the best things I've ever seen at oh. LARP. Um, it was great. So I mean, it, again, it's a it's a little bit subjective because it's something that I um I particularly enjoyed. Um, but uh, NPC crew uh, and skirmish crew. Um, I know a few of you are watching. Uh, Mike, you're probably watching. Take this as our fe- <laughs> take this as our feedback. More of that, please. More of that, because that was that was everybody enjoyed that. Um, it- we'll also fill in an actual official feedback form, which everyone can do. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll reiterate that as well. Like if you enjoy when you go to uh, an, like Empire, because it is a small crew, is a large player base. 
the NPC crew, skirmish crew, um, actually any of the most of the the, the crews, but specifically those um, those crew, they'll obviously go out, do their thing, and then just come back. They don't get to see that they, they get to have that initial reaction with you, but they don't they don't get that. Oh, did they enjoy it? Or did they yeah. not enjoy it? Type thing. So if you have something that you really enjoyed, a skirmish, an encounter, an encounter tent, um, an encounter in the in the field with an NPC um, or a monster, then yeah, email them. Say, hey, that was that was all. You know, we all loved it. I loved it, um, and that they they then know what to focus on going forward. Yeah. Go, okay, the players love it when we do that. Let's do more of that type of stuff. Because exactly. we're paying customers and they want to give us what what we want. So for me yeah that if we could have one of those one of those at least once a year that type of thing um obviously i'm not expecting expecting Oran to organize one every year but i am um, those types of things <laughs> those. well the thing is um these types of tournaments are super i know that they're things that people talk about for years though because um i know uh mark talks a lot about the the one they did for the the summer tournament that they did i know they did it yeah. a couple of years ago as well where they had the teams, and I know there was the one we saw, um, the, the the summer the summer tourney with the mages. That was really good. Those types, all those types of tournaments. Um, the, the people talk about there was a tournament before, where uh, there was lots of different. It wasn't just uh, it was an internation. It was, um, it was more like an Olympics style thing yeah. where you had like other nations that we also nations that we weren't at war with. So like you know people from different. Um, like foreign nations basically coming and taking part so like npcs were coming and 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 taking part in big tournaments and and apparently had bleachers there at one point um so yeah definitely we definitely like all that thing is that that type of thing the entire even though it was in dawn the entirety of the the field has an excuse to come to dawn for that type of things it's like it, it's 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 to do with the empire not just dawn as well but dawn's usually good at holding those because of our brief you know because it's yeah. a tournament brief you know yeah exactly it, it was just oh it was it was just so good and yeah like you said as well like seeing my my like, clock of my dad directly across the glory screen not even looking at us she's been like oh my gosh oh, this is it. amazing yeah, yeah just just absolutely <laughs> loving it but anyway yeah. we've got we talked we talked like half an hour about that one tournament uh we did, it deserved we, it yeah it did yeah, it deserved <laughs> it it was it was a highlight of the weekend it, it what it, what was great is the fact that yeah we're involved as a as a an audience we weren't we weren't literally involved as characters uh but it was um yeah it was it was definitely a highlight of of the weekend in general uh you have the 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 uh the list of order like what, what on earth do we do i do that? have the list of order the list of order so the list of order the list of order <laughs> written in a lannister notebook i don't know what that tells us so next we actually waited around a bit because we were going to be fighting an attorney um and we decided we're not going to go shower and stuff now we'll wait until we fight and then we'll go shower mm-hmm. at this point it got so incredibly hot i decided i think you did as well we didn't bother with any armor it was just it was too hot um so we waited around and went fight into another tourney because an icy friend of ours had come over and pitched and we were like yeah we're gonna fight for you yeah so yeah this tourney um what do you remember the name of it i've completely yeah, so forgotten the name i think it's called the champion in waiting i'm not entirely sure it. what the the entire outcome of it my understanding 
I had a good understanding because you know, you know, I was speaking to to the the person who had who had organised it or, or come up with the idea. Yeah. Um, so the idea is that uh, okay, I may as well explain this. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, when so Dawn used to be a um, used to have a, a, a monarchy. Um, so we were a we were a kingdom before we were part of the empire. Uh, the first empress was the queen of dawn because she married uh the king of dawn through a test of ardor and that it's it's an amazing story it's a story that 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 specific story if you're coming to empire go ask some troubadours about that story because it is a is a really cool dawnish dawnish story and it's an imperial story um so if you are the empire emperor the empress um whatever the, the the throne is is calling themselves uh you do have the you know you you have the right to prove yourself to be the monarch of dawn as well um and yeah. it is a thing so if you so if, if a dawn i think to be fair i think if a dawnish person become takes the throne they are automatically uh the, the they automatically have the uh they're, they're already the monarch of of dawn basically but if you're not dawnish then you can take a test of metal put forward by Dawn to become the Monarch of Dawn. So, uh, which is, you, I mean, you don't have to, but it's a good idea. Basically, we, we're going into in-character politics. Basically, if we have if we have a someone on the throne and they want to curry favour with the Dawnish, then proving yourself is, is a very good way to do that through a test of metal. So it's a big, brow- it's big brownie points to, to be like, hey, I want to be... The, the king or queen of dawn as well as well and i will prove to my dawnish citizens that i am i am dawnish as well as uh your your emperor empress things like that but obviously mm. there needs to be a test set so the idea of this tournament was to choose someone to have a test ready for whoever wants to be the monarch of dawn now, i mean i think it was just the monarch of dawn ideally if it's the if it's the throne then yeah but it was basically to have that have that lined up. I don't actually know what okay. the what the outcome of the. I know who won. I don't know what how how whether it went forward or not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the. Yeah, because last I heard, it had been put forward to synod. Senate. Synod. Senate. What? Uh, no, 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 no. Well, yeah, because because this was all the to, names. I don't of know. Yeah, because because basically forward. the national assembly, which is all our priests, basically uh, they. Uh, they had something to do with it. They were the ones mm. that say whether yay or nay or something. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, some, so, someone can put in the comments how it all works um, and what actually happened uh, in there. But anyway, we, we, our job was just to go go fight uh, in the tournament because we said we were going to go fight. And as yeah. Robin already said, uh, we didn't bother with armor because and hardly anyone was anyway. So you didn't really feel, feel like you were at a disadvantage because we weren't wearing armor because everyone was just fighting in their shirts. I think I put on my pauldrons. Yeah, I, I But don't. I think that was... The, the only reason I put it on was just to, like, actually real life protect because I didn't have a lot over, like, my collarbone area mm. and I was like, I really don't want to take a hit there. So I'm just going to... It wasn't going to do... It wasn't going to give me any yeah. more hit points. Yeah, it was just... You had your plate, though, didn't you? So... Yeah, that's I, what I mean. Yeah. No, I did, like... But, yeah, but I'm saying that luckily this is the first event you've ever had polyplate oh yeah like, oh there's no way i could put steel ones yeah, on you're glad of polyplate because yeah that's one thing i do like about polyplate is like it's lightweight yeah. it's easy to put on you can... but that was it's the on. thing i was like, i want to shove that on because that way at least if i do get any hits around like my shoulder or like my collarbone area it's not going to actually be painful <laughs> i'm going to be padded 
so yeah i mean i wasn't there for longer than i expected or wanted to be i wasn't in there long at all i mean because <laughs> i only had like two hits so yeah i just but i had my i had my i was like i'm gonna go shatter a load of things because i still had um yeah i i'm like well i've got three hero points to, <laughs> to go to go because we um chilled out in a uh leonian pavilion as well uh yeah since the morning so i was like cool i'll uh I'll, i've got three hero points <laughs> i'll go shatter some things I, I saw my friends straight away and i was like i'm gonna go shatter their shit uh and then uh yeah it was quite hilarious and one of the one person was like um one of our friends was was stood next to me fighting and he'd like gone oh i've I've only got one hit apparently and i can't remember why you had one hit um whether he'd already taken a hit or something like that and hadn't recovered, or so. I think there was I think there was a re- there was a reason. And he, and, it was uh, the night protector trainee um a couple of hours earlier, so oh, possibly, yeah, yeah that know. might have been well, yeah. It, I think how long does it take you to recover hit points though? It doesn't take that long. I, don't know. I think it's only like half an hour of rest or something. But anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, he took two. Like, I had two. He had one. It was just like the first contact. It was like, but he was like, oh, oh wait, I've only got one, and it went down. Uh, and and yeah, I got, I got, yeah. As soon as, soon as you get surrounded, then that's 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 it done. And I was like, right, okay. Oh no, that's what happened. No, my my weapon got shattered. That's what happened. So my weapon, oh, got, my did. weapon got shattered, and I was just like. Uh, I don't even think I got. I didn't even get taken. I was just like, oh well, I guess I'll just I'll leave. <laughs> oh, I'm you gone. did, yeah. yeah. That's that's right, yeah. So I had so I had the two hits, and I was fine. I'm a three hero point. Oh, this is fine. I had my my cool cool strike down. This is good fun. <laughs> strike down. Yeah, you were expecting that, yeah. And then well, someone cleaved my leg, and I forgot I had relentless. Yeah, see, this is the thing. You get new character, <laughs> new abilities because you. I saw you go down, and I was like. I turned to I, the, the person, yeah, the person who I'd shattered their weapon. Like, we both went out at the same time. We were laughing about it. And then I was like, I'm pretty sure I turned to him. I was like, I was like, Nymeria's got relentless. Why is she just, why is she on the floor? <laughs> Maybe she's out here. Thing is, I didn't give you the benefit of the doubt and think, oh, she's obviously out here at points. I just knew. I knew, I knew you'd forgotten that you had taken Totally forgotten. So I was like down on the ground. I was, I was properly because, um, I'm very much like, look, if your leg is cleaved, you can't kneel on it. You're down on the ground. So I had like my whole like side and like hip down on the ground. And our egregore came over and was like, are you out? Do you want me to take it out? And I was like, I've just got a cleaved leg. I'm, I've still got one hit point left. I'll probably be fine. I had two hero points and I'm there. Somebody fell next to me and I was like, oh, you okay? What's happened? Like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm bleeding out. And I was like, okay, well, stay with me because I've got a hero point. <laughs> what oh that's what it was yeah because like, i remember i was like what is she doing and then you were like stay with me i'm like she could have just it was someone our team so was... <laughs> so then but i was so hot i was like well someone hit me just hit me it was one of um, those where... i was literally hitting people and no one was getting me and then someone came over and they fixed my leg <laughs> so i was like okay and i ran in and i used my last hero point and a strike down one of them fell down Worth and it. I was against three of them and I ran at them thinking, good, they'll take me down. And they all stepped back. And I was like, thought you had another strike down. You see? Nothing left. Yeah. It was uh, the Duke of Ains got me. The they got Bain. me. Just with that huge weapon, just to like, they, they got like a whole road. I was like, yes, finally, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. 
take me out. Somebody kill me. But I, I think I did something quite dramatic when I went down. I got given a dramatic wound. Oh, yeah, you got given a dramatic wound. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah, and that's I got taken in. Get oh. wound in a tournament. Yeah. Oh, and I was so happy to get that because then I got taken out and they took me into our cell and. I was quite, I think I was quite hot and sore on my back and everything. And I remember whispering to someone being like, could this be healed in a sitting position on a bench? <laughs> and then they picked me up and put me onto the bench and like lifted my side of my top up. And it was actually um, Lady Nynaeve who healed me. And she like stitched up my side and we did lots of cool role play. And it was really cool. <laughs> so it worked out great. Yeah tournaments then we went and showered yeah yeah so that, yeah after that i went yeah straight after that i was like you know i'm gonna shower we redid all of our makeup and all of our everything and just i went because it was starting to cool down now because it was get i mean that was the one thing it was hot but it was september so the sun was going it wasn't just as um you know the days weren't as long as it was in in june so it started getting, yeah it started getting a lot cooler around about like five six o'clock um yeah because it was like so I think so many people are wanting that cold shower. Um, so I waited for the cold when the cold shower was to be available. And I went in and I just like I had like a um like a satin cap and I put my whole wig under it and I just showered with the wig on, which was yeah. really difficult. And then just like grabbed all my stuff and then went into the proper long showers to go do my makeup. That way the cold shower was free for other people to just jump in and get that cold shower. I got to a point where I was like, there is a hose right here. Would anyone say anything if I just start hosing myself down? Yeah. <laughs> we start taking a swimsuit so we can like hose ourselves down outside and then go into the cubicles to get done. <laughs> yeah, no, it's probably a good idea, actually. Probably good. But that's the thing. So usually you don't want to like, because take, taking a shower can, obviously if there's a queue, can take, you know, a couple of hours out of your game but it was so hot yeah. we were like you know what because I, I was determined i was like no no it's saturday uh, you know I, i'm like i'm so done uh from the heat i think i just need to sit down for four you know three or four hours not do anything and then we had a little scrap and then go right okay i'm gonna go shower get into back because i was literally just wearing like a shirt and it wasn't in my decent kit either so because it was too hot to wear it so yeah same i was like i wanted to put like my cool dress and everything yeah. on so we got sorted out i think you were right before me um and then we all met back up at the tent um yeah. got ourselves ready saturday night was was really cool wasn't it saturday night was so many things happened oh, saturday so, night yeah, so, many, so many things happened uh one thing i will so actually i don't know the order of a lot of these things we're just going to say them as they come to my come to my mind uh That's one fine. uh one thing that we um we were away and we came back uh our house and been like oh uh, a load of imperial orcs had been by um and oh, they yeah. left a yeah they left a gift the red hands wasn't it yeah so it was it was the red hands i think i think there was i think there was a couple of others as well but it was mainly the red hands that um that had come round and they yeah left a gift for uh lady arenel night protector of winter um <laughs> yeah they had uh so i can't can you remember because one of one of our um house members has it um because it was gifted to the house uh, for Lady for Lady Arenel. Um it was hallowed. What was it? What was it hallowed to? Oh, that's what I'm trying to remember actually. Because 
by the time we got there it was like the person mm. was away at that point so um it was a brooch that they were given and yeah. it had been hallowed and we also there was they also gifted a full bouquet of black roses which is just like you know super awesome in our flower code yeah. super awesome yeah and the thing is we, we <laughs> probably had, the best thing yeah and it, was, it, was, it was a shame because then we we were like oh so we uh, we went up and we were like oh we'll go we'll go to the imperial orcs and we'll um we'll go and, and, and say thank you and, and have a speak to the red hands and, and whatnot. But by the time we got around to it, uh, we went up to the Imperial Orcs and they were having their whatever meeting they were having. So the, the whole, uh, just... there, is it, there, is it, oh, what's it called? Is there standing? No, no they're Navarre. It's Navarre. Yeah. Moots went to Mark, standing's Navarre. They were having, they are. It was a national meeting anyway. They were having this thing and the, 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 the they're like, they weren't letting any humans in. Um, doing orc things, you know. <laughs> it's that way. You're just like, when are they going to be done? They're like, I don't know. They, they've already been going for hours. They might be going for even more. I'm like, okay. was a funny, yeah, the pure lock. They was like, I don't know. I'm going a while. Probably a bit longer. <laughs> Great. We're like, okay. So we never, we never got, we never got round to going to see the, um, going to see the orcs. So yeah, that was incredible. And then like a- after all of that, we ended up then heading to the. Um, we ended up heading down to Whispers because there were some Whispers happening. I'm just remembering all the stuff that happened on Saturday, man. Yeah. Because mm. we had to go to Whispers yeah. because you had a task to do and I had a task to do and both mm-hmm. of us had to speak to Lady Morrigan about the task. And Lady Morrigan was at Whispers. So we we're like, let's go there. Yeah, so we'll go to Whispers. So we, we went to, um, I've, you know, I've never seen a Whispers through the Black Gate. Because I've always got something else to do, and I'm not I'm not a mage or part of the um, part of the coven anyway, so I've never actually seen one being done. Um, so yeah, we, we grabbed there, and then so uh, so I was asked to go and meet a uh, a Jotun Godi <laughs> who was coming to Anvil um he'd been invited i think to to anvil um so uh killian mortair had been um talking with this goadie so the, from my understanding uh the the, the goadie are like the spiritual leaders of the yotun um so he had uh he had been given um what what would the what would the name be like amnesty like uh diplomatic immunity type thing to come into anvil this happens a lot people that were at war with the, you know they're allowed to come in uh basically and they're protected so this Godi had come into was coming to anvil um uh killian had been having co- correspondence with this Godi, and so had a lot of other people mainly winter markers uh so he was this Godi was coming to Wintermark, and i was to go there uh in killian's in killian's stead um i took uh I took one of our Yofu Lachlan with us, uh, with me. Sorry, uh, and we went off to see the the Godi. Do you want me to tell you the, tell the story of the Godi, and then you tell? Yeah, what you go for it. Yeah, this um, this is this was quite fun because it was uh, I had taken like pre skills, and I'm like I knew that Damon was going to be very, uh, yeah, a, a, a very religious, even though he's not technically. Uh, he is technically a priest because he has priest skills, but he doesn't have, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't got into that, um, that part of, 
like he hasn't been in that i was gonna say the game but yeah yeah he's not in that part of the world yet where he's like going to priest meetings or he's got a congregation or he preaches he's just very um uh yeah he's just very religious when it comes to the to the way so he's dedicated to loyalty so i did i did do a bit of um research for him you know i was like i, I want to know what he thought about uh he had he had way more developed you know damon's got way more developed opinions about the way and its place in or humanity's place in the world when it comes to the way than godric ever did you know so this was quite this was a good opportunity actually to go and uh go meet with this this going when I, I got there and all there was a lot of keen because obviously i had just been asked like the day before oh yeah will you go because killian's not here not at amble i was like yeah um when i got there and there was loads of like uh winter markers like really keen like really wanted to talk to this Godi. and the conversation so basically i that uh i gave the Godi some letters that um killian had 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 written and uh people were then basically it was it was like it's like it's just like a little cultural exchange thing but it was what was going on it was cool being there the only dornish people there as well and i was just like standing front and center uh as well it was quite funny because they all had their like they were all excited being because they were talking about uh Semisuak, who is a mm. i don't know much about this part of history like out of character i don't actually know much wintermark history i don't know much about summer suak i don't know so i think basically the 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 crux of the conversation was about paragons and exemplars which we've talked about on this podcast before so uh the the the, the way is all about it's a it's a reincarnation religion and you you have an immortal soul and every time you die you you go through this labyrinth, you get on the other side of the labyrinth, you're then reborn uh, into a human vessel again. Now, uh, the depending on how virtuous you are, will dictate, you know, how fast you go through that labyrinth. Um, if you, if, if the practitioners of the way decide that you are um, a, an exemplar of a specific virtue, if you, if you become an example of that specific virtue, then you can become an exemplar um, and then you can actually ascend and become a paragon uh, and you can ascend the labyrinth, uh, basically, which is like, even though we don't talk about destiny and that's not really, it's not a virtue, the, uh, basically the destiny of the human race is to all become paragons, basically. That's, yeah. that's kind of, in a nutshell, that's kind of what uh, we think in, in, in the way. Um, so the, the main conversation that was being had was... Uh, whether Semisuak would you know should be an exemplar and there was like we talk about statues and it was how we uh look at our ancestors because it was it was as much of a orc human conversation as it was a uh Jotun the way conversation basically because the the Godi was talking a lot about how he hears his ancestors and all orcs like the hear their ancestors the same way as the imperial orcs i mean it would have been interesting to have an imperial orc there because knowing what i know about the imperial orcs and then hearing it from a Jotun yeah. point of view was really interesting um but then also i was role it was really interesting out of character but in character i knew exactly what i thought about the way and even though damon goes yeah i have an open mind nah <laughs> is there is the only the what it's there's only it's called the way for a reason it is the way uh okay you know um and 
Um, I stuck. I stuck a few things. I I think I did all right. There was there was a few because obviously a lot of people had line things up to say and i would i just appeared you know so i was like we're not gonna hang around i think i said to Lachlan, i was like we're not gonna hang around long uh because you know i don't really want to be like K- killian's into all this like just talking about this for hours and then we've got other shit to do basically um so you know i i, I stood there they started and then the, the thing that caught the interest was um how the ancestors you know how they learn from their ancestors when sometimes if they're doing something they work off instinct and they can hear their ancestors but they don't get to choose and they can't talk back to their ancestors and i was like well i was like well we we can we can we can literally we can go see our ancestors you know we have past life visions you know we've literally lived and also we have two types of ancestors and then this was brought up by other people though the the fact that they were like well uh you have the the human beings have their soul ancestry as in you've lived another life in the past in another human vessel but also you have your genetic ancestry and we didn't use the word genetics but you have your blood ancestry <laughs> right so you literally have your blood mother and father and your grandparents yeah. and what they did you know um so i tried my best to basically be like i tried to work glory in there and i was like i was like yeah well we we don't talk forward we talk we we don't look back and, and listen. We we can talk to our future ancestors. You might be listening to yours, but we can talk to our. We have the, we have the ability to go. We can look back with past life visions and with stories. We don't need to hear them in our heads because we have oral tradition of stories. We know that, and then we can create stories to tell to our ancestors further down, because great deeds are eternal, and that's literally what glory is. <laughs> And then I was like, okay, I've 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 said that, and then um, and then two. I said my piece. <laughs> seven, seven. No, it, 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 it was good. It was it was really interesting. Um, uh, I, I really enjoyed that part of the game, and I, I I like the religion side of the game, and I think Damon will end up going down that way. Whether it, I don't know how yeah. political he'll go with it, I don't know, but I felt very comfortable in that in that role play space, um, and it was really good as well. It was it was it was nice that. Um, Obviously, like Morrigan had given because Killing wasn't there, um, and given me that bit of role play to do with a new character as well, just something something yeah. to go do, and also go go to Wintermark. I never get to go to Wintermark, um, but anyway, two of our <laughs> two of our other uh, house members had finished Whispers, came over, and then we were like, you know, we turned around and started discussing it, and I was just like, yeah, it's just a waste of time, really, you know, that what was. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, come on. Like, Loudly like, in the winter, Mark Cup. Well, this was a waste of time. Yeah, because because basically, <laughs> as an orc, you don't get to choose which ancestors speak to you. There could be some absolute moron that you know died because he didn't tie his boots up properly, and he's speaking to you, you know, and he's like, "What do I do in my life?" And this idiot orc is going, mm, "Do this," you know, and um, and they can't speak. They can't even ask. They they're just walking along, and they just hear an ancestor, and they're like, "Oh no," you know, um. That that's that's Damon's point of view. Uh, anyway, what were you what were you up to? Oh my god! So Dad and I we both stayed and watched the whispers for a bit. I explained to Dad what whispers were. Um, the person that was being whispered, I actually knew who they were, um, and how they had died. So I was explaining that to him. Um, and we watched as Morrigan was bringing them forward and everything, and. Morgan had already asked me earlier in the night to go to Earl's council because there was a um 
there was an opportunity for a houses to put forward their most glorious knight errant for this um competition to be named the the most glorious knight errant and we were putting forward a knight errant from our house and morgan asked if i could do it because she had a whispers on at the same time and i was like yeah okay i'll do that then um bit nervous about this i have no idea what to expect i know i'm pretty sure you just thought because you said oh i don't know and i said well i mean i can do it if you don't want to do it because i kind of expected people just to be like oh, i'm just going to go there and be like oh we're just going to put names forward but then you told me what happened after i was like oh glad i wasn't there <laughs> well you were oh well, yeah so i went and i grabbed morgan just before she went and i was like you were going to tell me what to say because she had things that she wanted me to specifically say and i i like shorthanded them all down as fast as i could I was like, right, okay, and I'll, I'll head back there. And I was like, I was asking, I was like, what time is it on? And she's like, oh yeah, it's half past eight, it starts. I was like, oh, lots of time, that's fine, half eight, fine. So I kind of start heading over there and we're getting like just this front about 10 past eight at this point. And I was like, hmm, there's a whole load of people in the Durandal tent. I'm going to go and check this notice board. Ah, it started at seven. <laughs> so... I kind of went in, dad came in with me and he kind of stayed at the, the door at the entrance to the Durandal tent and watched from there. And I went over and I saw a seat just behind the egregore. So I sat there and I like tapped her shoulder and I was like, hey, I've been asked to come and do this thing. I have a character. I'm not too sure what I'm meant to be doing. Am I too late? She was like, and then instantly went, we have another one to add to the list. And I was like, oh shit, okay. Oh no. <laughs> and I watched. And I was like, it'll be fine. I'm assuming I just write the name down or just tell you the name. And then I watch as people are standing up and giving speeches and like, dare I say it, almost performances about these night errands. I was like, crap. Oh no, I can't just be like, yeah, just, uh, our night errands the best. Oh, uh, I must have looked terrified because she was like trying to encourage me. They went, okay, who's next? And there was me and one other person. I was like, and they stood up first. I was like, yeah, you can go first. <laughs> I was like, come on, what's your character? Get into character. You can do Also, this. yeah, like you had literally just got the information like a few minutes before as well. You were like, Whoa, oh, minutes before I yeah. was so scared. Improv. Okay, and then it was my turn. I was like, I can do this. I put the notebook down because everybody had a notebook and they're reading from it. I was like, no, put my notebook down. I'm going to do this. And I stood up. I was like, I didn't know what the rules were or anything. Everybody was standing in their, their spot, but there was a whole, it's a big tent. So I started walking up and down and making sure I got everyone's eye contact. As I told these tales of this glorious night errant. Luckily, my previous character witnessed some of these deeds. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they mind us like mentioning it. it's like Thanat, right? So it's it's Thanat. Yeah, yeah we, we talk about in the in the um in our in our death in our death scenes. So. Oh yes. <laughs> so I'm like talking about Thanat, and I am really, really bigging him up and talking about all the incredible things he has done and the things he's yet to do. And I made it like a big performance. And I was trying to get like eye contact from certain people. And all I remember is Valentine's face. It's this huge cheesy smile from ear to ear watching. Um, and then I got to the end, it was all done and everything. I was like, oh, cool. Glad that's over. And the girl was like, sure you don't want to do some troubadour stuff? And I'm like, I'd quite like to do some Trivador stuff. 
Um, that was the single most terrifying thing I have done yet at LARP. And yes, I am including the Siaka Herald in single combat in that situation. Oh, no, yeah, because that was terrifying. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I'm going to say I'm glad I didn't go to, to do that because I probably could have gone, you know, gone, oh, yeah, I think this because of this. But I don't know if I could do a, a, a troubadour style. This is what I think type thing. Um, the Jeffrey Chaucer type, like... Have you heard the tale of yeah? Picture the scene. Fresh prince about this. Isiaka Herald with teeth covered. <laughs> it's a story all about how. <laughs> uh, I mean, um, it was good that you you seemed like you you were like oh it was terrifying but you were like I enjoyed it though so I was pretty hyped up yeah, yeah. I, I, my heart was racing. Mm. So, yeah, at this point here, I kind of came back and I was like, oh my God, dad had already gone off. So I'm assuming he was at the tent at that point. And I was like, oh, I'll do a quick loop around to just see if you're done in winter mark yet. And that's when we like basically yeah, we walked into each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, we all met. Uh, th so this was this must have been around about the time then that we, there was more drama going on. Um, nope, not yet. No? So nope, what? something else happened first. Oh, really? oh did we? Oh, we went I off have to... the list. Oh, you have the, I'm sorry, you have the list of order. Dude, I've got this. So we went back to the tent and we were all like, whoa, we're talking about it, get excited. I wasn't Until a member of House Griffin's song comes running in. <laughs> because we forgot we were invited to a special shindig. We forgot we were invited to something. Oh, yeah. We have important things. Important mm. people, you know, we have important <laughs> things to do, you know. So um, we got taken off to the league. Um given seats to sit down in and we got to watch some incredible performances um including two performances by people who have been previous podcast guests um we had kate dancing and i already knew that kate was an awesome dancer but to actually see it in person yeah that was really good i like that yeah and <laughs> And we also had Dave up singing as well and performing. Mercy singing. Mercy uh, up singing. Well, I know. It's it wasn't I said, just Dave. It's because I said podcast guest. I said we had Kate and Dave from the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> that's, that's the first time I've actually managed to sit down and, and watch. That's the thing. A lot of the time you don't actually get to sit down and watch some of these bards perform. Like um, this event was great for that. We managed to see so many people perform. Uh, oh this yeah event. it was great and yeah that that little um that little shindig it was it was great and again it was in the league so we had a, a night it was proper theater i'm I'm assuming that's the tent they use for the, all the theaters a lot of the theater stuff i don't know it looks like it because it has like the little like corner bar in it that mm -hmm. you, I, like i looked like a normal like theater room where you've got the little bar in the corner so that you can go sit down you can go back and forth for your drinks without missing anything yeah um no it was it was incredible the the talent on that stage there was people there and one person in particular who went up to perform and i remember you just being like whoa no, no, yeah but, yeah, <laughs> this is, yeah again people have like hidden talent as well like um one of the members of house, house griffin song like we, we, we so so mercy was doing do, doing his thing um uh, you know uh with his with his songs uh and then as we were waiting for another bar to come another member of house griffin song gets up and does this stand-up comedy routine <laughs> like, we were just like this, oh this was right okay do you know what this was the hardest thing in character 
I am playing this character who's very much like, hmm, yes, I am this scary, noble, vampire bitch aesthetic that's going on here. All I wanted to do was like spit my drink out loud. Yeah, cause, yeah, because we, we were doing like the resting bitch face thing, weren't we? And it was like it was it was really hard because I am like out of character. I am a like slap my knees, laughing, I'm all smiling <laughs> yeah. uh, type person. And yeah, when someone suddenly got up and started like killing on stage, you know, just of like uh especially doing like you know doing the empire like in in world jokes as well which was yeah uh, yeah it was just it caught me completely off guard and it was it was it was brilliant um like you said uh uh dancing from persephone was 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 really good uh we also had another uh bard perform uh silgor who from the marches um i'm gonna put you know what like uh so these are in character names sil uh silgor uh Mercy Semamuse, I'll put their SoundClouds down in the yeah. description as well because um so like uh, Silgor uh, that's the first time I've seen uh them perform actually. Um they've got a few popular ones. Uh, uh and it was really cool to have um like in character conversations as well with some of these people, especially as a new character. With there was there was a, quite a few people that we knew there um that we hadn't met as our new characters, which is a real interesting thing when you see people you recognize from your old character and then you're like, oh, I don't I don't have the same relationship with you, do I? That <laughs> my last character had. Um I saw um Godric's well, it's it's Damon's friend as well. Um, but like uh saw Bobbert from the marches, who was who was um Godric and Arunel's marcher friend. Um, and that was really interesting to meet a character that I'm very familiar with, but then go, right, okay, what, basically, as the new character, I'm almost the one that gets to decide what relationship we have when we see each other. You know what mm. I mean? It, that that was the interesting thing. And, and how am I going to, like, uh, how am I going to, like, signal to this other person the type of character I am now as, as a different person? That, that was a, like, every time that came up this weekend... Uh, was really fascinating to be like, right, okay, how how am I, how's this how's this character that I know through another character's eyes going to see my new character, you know? And this, yeah. like first impressions are very important as well, unfortunately. <laughs> but you're just like, okay, no, I get to establish what 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 the what this is. That was that was really fun. Um, going and talk, talking to our leagueish friends, marcher friends as well um, in the league. Uh, we're going to stop this uh, episode right here. We're going to continue recording, but we are going to stop and split this into two episodes. So if you enjoyed the show, make sure that you follow. Make sure that you subscribe so you know when a new episode is posted. Uh, until that episode is posted and we continue our final part of Empire E4, you can go check out some of our other content that we have on our channel. If you are considering coming to Empire LARP for the first time next year, we do have a referral code that will get you 15 pounds off your first empire larp ticket i'll put that down in the description below until the next time though folks we love you very much and stay safe